Being overcome by this world is to me a terrible thing. How can we, the children of God, who have the Spirit of God, how can we be overcome by this world? It doesn't make any sense to me. Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. When there is a problem, God will give us the answer, the way to go in the midst of the problem, so that we can be victorious through his way. All we have to do is pray and wait until we have the answer. We overcome through God. And that is what Jesus tells us in Revelation chapter 3, verse 5. Jesus says, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. 1 John 4, 4 Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It's just impossible in my way of thinking that they can overcome us who have the Spirit of God and God is with us to show us what to do. It's just impossible. James 1.5 If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Even in the very smallest matter that you can think of, if you lack wisdom, ask God. He'll show you what to do. Here is an example of that. I have a theater-type seat in my bedroom, and it has a built-in cup holder. The cup holder is approximately five inches deep, and it will easily hold a cold drink cup. But I have a glass that is approximately six inches tall. And when I put it into the cup holder, I only had two inches of glass sticking out the top of the cup holder. And it was very difficult to try to get it out of the cup holder. So I asked God if what I could do about this. I just couldn't think of anything, any way to fix it. Sitting next to the cup holder is a dinner napkin that I always keep there, a cloth napkin. And I noticed that napkin, and I realized if I put that napkin in the bottom of the cup holder, it would raise the glass at least three inches. 
So I did that, and it worked fine. That was wisdom given me by God in a very, very small matter to allow me to overcome. Everything is important to God. Anything that disturbs us or is a problem for us is important to God. We have access to the wisdom that is from God. All we have to do is ask. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. John fourteen twenty six. Jesus says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. We have living inside us the Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit, who comforts us and shows us all truth. How can we fail? John chapter 16, verse 13. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of Truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, of his own ideas, but whatsoever he shall hear from God, that shall he speak to us, and he will show us things to come. He guides us in every way. And Jesus says, He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. He glorifies Jesus, not us, because we are simply following directions given us by the Spirit of God. And we know that the truth that we're hearing comes from God, from Jesus. Therefore, the glory is not to us, our own wisdom, but is to God, his wisdom. And we overcome in every problem on this earth. For God knows the past, present, future. He knows all things. He knows what will work in the situation. And as we pray and wait on him for the answer, we overcome through him by doing that which the Holy Spirit shows us to do in the issue pertaining to this present life. We overcome in all things. As long as we are left on this earth, we overcome through turning to God in prayer, waiting for him to show us what to do, and then doing it. And Paul says, we are more than overcomers through him more than overcomers of Romans 8. And if God be for us, who can be against us? Who is powerful enough to do anything to us? Who is more powerful than God who is with us?
So it's a matter of us entering in to the victory. And these Old Testament passages where they were sent in to overcome and take the land that God had given them are great examples showing us what to do and also showing us what not to do. Joshua 17, the children of Joseph, the two half-tribes of Manasseh and Ephraim, needed more land for their tribes. Verse 12, Yet the children of Manasseh could not drive out the inhabitants of those cities, but the Canaanites would dwell in that land. So they had a problem. God is the answer to every problem. Verse 13, Yet it came to pass when the children of Israel were waxen strong that they put the Canaanites to tribute as servants, but did not entirely drive them out of the land. They tried to coexist with the Canaanites. Many people in churches think they can be around a person who does sin and help that person. But what really happens is that person ends up pulling them down. They don't believe they can be pulled down. They don't believe they can be pulled away from the faith. But we have example after example showing us that you don't try to coexist with darkness. Verse 14, And the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua, saying, Why hast thou given me but one lot and one portion to inherit, seeing I am a great people, for as much as the Lord has blessed me hitherto? But you see, they weren't using all the blessing of everything they already had was one of the problems. And Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, then get thee up to the wood country and cut down for thyself there in the land of the parasites and of the giants, if Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee. And the children of Joseph said, The hill is not enough for us, and all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron. Both they and who are of Bethshean and her towns, and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. And Joshua spake unto the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim and Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people, and hast great power. Thou shalt not have one lot only, but the mountain shall be thine, for it is wood, and thou shalt cut it down, and the outgoings of it shall be thine. For thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and though they be strong. You're stronger. God is with you. You're stronger than they are. 
God will give you a plan whereby you can overcome in the situation which is troubling you right now. Wherever you are, at work, at home, in the world, wherever, when we belong to God, we have all the weapons God has given us. We have the power to pray and ask God for wisdom, and he will give it to us. That is a promise. So when we are being defeated, when we're having a problem, we pray and ask God what to do about the problem. It is so simple. It is so simple. And after you pray, you wait until God gives you the answer. And as soon as you believe God has shown you what to do, you act upon it. This is living by faith in God. We're not putting our hope in man, but in God. Now, weaker nations will pull you down. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, start at verse 14. Be not ye unequally yoked together with unbelievers. You can't coexist with unbelievers. You can't be yoked to the unbeliever. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness, and what concord hath Christ with Belial, or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean, and I will receive you. Many people today say they are Christians, but they would pull us down if we allow it, and they will cause us to turn from the way of God if we allow it. In the year 2018, December 2018, I fell at my house in Texas, and I had to be taken to the hospital for surgery. As we passed the front door of that house, I heard these words from God. You'll never see this house again. I knew God had another plan for me, and I was not troubled by that word at all. It was just information which led me to put the house up for sale even while I was in the hospital. One of our own church members said to me, I don't see how you can do this. And I said to her, but I have heard from God that I will never see this house again. Even in your own church group, there are people who will not and do not believe the word of God. And they will try to turn you away 
from following God. You must not allow this to happen. And when you see a person like that, you must beware of that person. Beware of being around that person, though he or she calls himself a Christian. If they try to turn you from the way that you have heard to go, and you stay around them, and you accord full respect to them as Christians, you're putting yourself in jeopardy. For instead, what you should do is make note of that person and avoid that person, though that person is in your own church group and calls himself a Christian. If he troubles you when you share the word of God with him, that shows you something. That shows you a problem. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean. And I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. In Psalm 1, we have another scripture which tells us these unbelieving people who say they're of God, they're like a leaf blowing in the wind. They will not be able to stand in the congregation of the righteous. Psalm 1, Blessed be the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, drawing continually from the word of God. He will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Psalm 78 started verse 7 that they might set their hope in God, not in man, not in their own wisdom, but in God, in what he tells them, and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. We think upon the things that God has done in our life. This gives us strength and We think on his commandments and do them, knowing that God knows the best thing for us. It's truly foolhardy to go any way other than the way shown us by God.
Psalm 78, verse 8, and that they might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright. You can set your own heart aright. Do the word of God. Just do any scripture. A generation that set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. They were wishy-washy and vacillated. And then it says in verse 9, The children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. That would be terrible. These are the children of God. They're armed. They're carrying bows. They're fully armed. When they get to the battle, they turn back from it. This would be awful. They kept not the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law and forgot his works and his wonders that he had showed them. When we are failing, there's a reason, and when we're overcoming, there's a reason. And we can always attribute our overcoming to one thing. God has shown us what to do and we did it. Failure will be we turned back and followed our own wisdom, our own thinking, what seemed right in our own mind or what seemed right to people around us. We didn't hold steadfastly to that which God showed us, but we allowed ourselves to be influenced usually by other people who say they are Christians. But we, in doing that, would exalt the other person to be above God. We would exalt, so to speak, the church to be above God. We must hold steadfastly to that which God has shown us and do that, regardless of what anybody else says to us. When we believe we've heard from God, we go in the way of God. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.